The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children. Anyone who thought that a good way to spend a national day of mourning was to referee a boxing match among two has-beens, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a Harry Phone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And I am uh, tired. It sounds like you're down. dragging balls right now. <laughs> <laughs> why are you tired? I was the one working in up till 2 a.m. last night and, and regretting. It's like, why did we say 11 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who said 11 a.m. I'm actually kind of thankful you did. Well, um, I mean, we it shifted. It's three yeah. kind of three was tricky sometimes and yeah oh i think i had a conflict and then we went to 11 and then suddenly it stuck and it's like okay fair enough okay we we can do 11 i spent a good day yesterday um at creek ridge and um, yeah uh go into that a bit later yeah because Um, okay yeah because yeah i was tempted myself but uh just like no i need to spend a weekend home doing home stuff and i still haven't gotten to that yet (laughs) It's like there, there's a, a kitchen full of dishes and a living room full of papers and books. And actually, the bedroom is not too bad. So but there's, things need to be done. And it's like, I have a full weekend to do this. And then yesterday, I spend at work taking care of needed things. But it's like, I'm always at work. Work gets too much love. Give more love to the apartment. And give more more love to yourself. And In any event, yeah. Went to there's there's, there's no future in that. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, go ahead. Went to Creek Ridge, got mm-hmm. a bit of a sunburn, which is always a bit draining, and then mm-hmm. uh, lost power a couple of times overnight, and I sleep with a CPAP, and so waking up not being able to inhale is mm-hmm. uh, rather unpleasant. Yeah. The power outages didn't last very long, but you know, just enough for the panic to set in. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to come back up and rolling. I've got hot caffeine here. And um, yeah, bright, bright uh, blue LED lights, yeah, help wake up that way. So hopefully, I won't fall asleep when I drive to and back from Flint today. Oh my! Is it is it something fun? Yeah, Follies. Live. Oh, that's right, the Follies. That's okay. Okay, yeah, I'm. I meant to tell people about that, and I didn't. <laughs> oh well. Well, I. I I mean, I've already told everybody listening to the podcast about it, and I don't know many other people. So mm-hmm. the vanilla husband the person, mm-hmm. is very excited about that. So, yeah, because um, the in my running club, there's a guy who he played uh, Bobby in Company uh, mm-hmm. when they did it locally, and I think I mentioned it to him, but I, 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 th- I think he has too many other responsibilities with work and family. He was like, ah, it didn't sound yeah. super exciting to him. Yeah, oh, it's uh, yeah. I think he played Bobby. I don't know. He was in company. I know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Bob could have been Bobby. Could have been uh, Robert. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, well, I don't remember any of the uh, the other secondary you know, guys. The only thing, the only uh, the only remark I have or uh, critique, yeah, not critique. Um, 
when I saw it, the the Lansing performance of it, um, just the way it kind of came off, it sounded like Bobby was going to off himself after that. That's what he was going to do. It's like, okay, this is stupid. Life's stupid. I'm saying goodbye. And it's like, I don't know if that was how that show is supposed to be. It's I, an interpretation, perhaps. Yeah, but, <laughs> it, it, that yeah, that is an interpretation. Um, and, and I could see it going that way if you're feeling dark about it but <laughs> yeah the the productions i've seen the the interpretation i have is he has finally decided to grow up and move on with mm. his life and part of that means shedding his old friends mm-hmm. that he he cannot grow and become somebody better if he's still hanging on to this this group of people and that's why I, I because I remember seeing the um oh the one they recorded uh, had Colbert in it oh yes yes yeah. with uh, I saw that one and uh, like I said it had a very different feel to it so it's like okay it's not just this is not just Mike doing his standard interpretation in the worst way possible it's no no it's it's a different feel from the production so yeah I I've seen two I've seen that one that was in concert with mm-hmm. Colbert and Neil Patrick Harris as Bobby. Mm-hmm. And then one with Raul Esparza uh, as Bobby. And um, the cast was also playing um, the instruments, which mm-hmm. is a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, you had people who can sing and act and sort of play instruments. And yeah, having to play several instruments. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah. Well, but, anyways, welcome yes. to a Harry Potter companion <laughs> in the park with George, our Stephen Sondheim podcast. Surprise! Surprise! Oh. <laughs> no, maybe that's a secondary. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully that's not sold out because I haven't gotten tickets. Oh, okay. It. But um, you know, if it is, might just bang around Flint for a while. Maybe yeah, the Flint. Like I said, if that Flint Institute of Arts, uh, I went to that and they had some lovely, you know, displays. All right. So, and looking at this, okay, it's going to take an hour. It starts at three, so I probably want to leave no later than one thirty. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. So, gossip. Let's see here. Mm. What has gone on since the last recording? Oh yes, a potluck. Yes. Yes. Um. Got to spend a pleasant potluck. Um. At Sling Bears. Um, got yes, to dish. Uh-huh, yeah. Get fun. Huh? Sorry. Uh-huh. Um, how was the food? How was the, how was the food? How were the bodies? How was the fun? Um, the food was, for the most part, professionally prepared. Um, well, like, I got, I brought coleslaw that I had picked up from the Meyer Deli. Um, okay. The, the main uh, protein was fried chicken, which I think also came from Meyer. Hmm. Um, uh Bravo uh, came with me. So this mm-hmm. was his first, you know, m- multiplayer dungeon party. Yeah. First event. I mean, yeah. Yeah. First real event. He's um, new to the scene. And also we're just coming, you know, hopefully coming out of COVID. Yeah. And he, he, he made homemade chocolate chip cookies. And, ooh, no, ooh, no. Yeah. Th- those are really good. Yeah. I, when the weather cools down, I want to, bake again and i want to i want to try my hands at a brioche and make french toast out of that yeah um 
So, so one of my regrets is we had a local bread place that made a chocolate brioche on Wednesdays. And the fact that I never bought it to make French toast out of is a sadness on my, they're, they're now gone, but uh, alas, international bread company. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, so when you said professional, I thought you meant like, ooh, catered or professional cooks, but no, just other yeah. people who no, just, just yeah, money for making the food. Got it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're still professionals, even if they're, you know, working at Kroger Deli or, or Meyer Deli. They, they are getting paid to make food. Therefore, they are professionals. Yes. Um, That's also saying like a Big Mac is professionally made, which it is technically, but technically, okay. but <laughs> yeah. no, I, was, I, I was thinking that it was more of a catered event. I was like, ooh, fancy, but it still yeah. sounds lovely. Fried chicken is fried chicken and homemade chocolate chip cookies is nothing to sneeze at. Yes. Um, and yeah, I got to yeah meet up with, with that group again, uh, see some people that were at DBC, um, realized that I have misplaced my new paddle somewhere. Ooh. Okay. I don't, I don't know where it disappeared to because I'm trying to think, okay, where did I use it that it wasn't in my, my place? I used mm-hmm. it on pup bravo and he's like no it's not here and i used it at um dbc in exile Mm -hmm. and i contacted the host of that and he said no he didn't see it there either and i'm like where the heck did it end up Uh, i might end up having to buy another one i mean one of the reasons i got it is that it was you know relatively inexpensive and Mm -hmm. came with two-day shipping from amazon so um might have to get another one of those um but you should have done the Midwestern thing, like, you know, casserole pans. You should have had some masking tape on the handle with your <laughs> name on it. So we know where it goes back to. Oh, yeah, Actually, no, th- it would, I mean, you know, you think of it, it's like that's a possibility. It's like, you know, a lot of these toys are made of leather. And if you had a, a personalized stamp, but you'd want enough information so that it could come back to you. This, if someone just sees a sigil on a, a paddle, it's like, well, who was this belong to? Yeah, it says property of Sir Arcane email. Right. Yeah, I, I might have to do that, but yeah, no, I, I need what I need probably more likely is a checklist in my toy bag to yeah, say, yes. okay, I is I have put in X, Y, and Z. But double check before I leave the venue, do I have those items back in the bag? Yes, yes, yes. No. Okay. Need to need to find where I put that one down. Oh, um, oh I so. just had a thought. You know how they, you know, microchip pets. They just, you know, you put chips in all your toys. And then when a toy is lost, you know, people scan it and say, oh, this belongs to so <laughs> Or those, um, you know, key finder fobs. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, may, maybe I'll get one of those and uh, attach it to there. So, uh, yeah, what, once dinner was over at the potluck, I actually ended up spending a lot of my time uh, play-wise under the rim seat because I, I'm good at that and people enjoy when I do it to them. And so, yeah, I, I got to taste a lot of tasty butts um, <laughs> that night and, and I, I was very happy about that. Right after dinner, when everybody was happily hydrated, had um, Bravo myself and one of sling bears friends um finally make use of the inflatable pool Mm -hmm. um and yeah 
gave Sling Bear a good shower that oh. he, he's been wanting basically ever since he got that in, inflatable pool. <laughs> so uh, finally got to make use of that and found exactly where the leak is, or at least narrowed it down. Um, okay. So be able to attack that with some rubber cement um, and yeah, pat, patch that leak and uh, yeah. How, have that. About how many were in attendance? 12. Oh, well, not well, nice so yeah, okay. yeah, good, good sized crew. And mm -hmm. um, Bravo uh, got to enjoy um, Sling Bear's uh, sleep sack because mm -hmm. we had been talking, um, and he's been wanting to explore bondage more. Mm -hmm. um, he has recently picked up one of those under the bed bondage webs that, yes, you know, okay. effectively give you hard points to attach rope or whatever to mm. um, between your mattress and your box spring. But yeah. He wanted to uh, try, uh, try the sleep sack and he enjoyed it uh, for a while until his legs started to cramp up, um, which, which is usually how these, <laughs> how, how those sessions and something cramps because you're, you, you can't move a lot in those. Um, the limitations of the flesh. Yes. We understand. Yeah. It, it, it's a, a bit, um, yeah, a bit grumpy that, uh, yeah, that ha had to end it on an owl note rather than a note of, uh, of bliss and creamy explosion. But uh, yeah, overall, he had fun and um, he wants to try my uh, cling wrap mummification mm -hmm. uh, oh. late later um yes I've, so, I've, I've experienced that yeah it, it was fun it, it, it's its own uh wonderful brand of fun uh trying to think if anything else interesting happened pull pulled two loads out of sling bear and, and that's always fun and yeah i got him on that last one got him the full body shakes which oh <laughs> yeah that, yeah that that last one we had to work for but yeah it it was worth it uh, mm -hmm. we we finally got him there um yeah, so good party all the way around. Um, he'll probably have one. So yeah, that was August, and so September, October, probably sometime in November. Mm -hmm. um, he's having them about every three months. Okay. Uh, so yeah, look forward to to the next one of those, and uh, we'll see what sort of naughty fun can get up to there. Mm -hmm. And then let's see here next on the. History on the timeline fun wise was first Friday. Yay, which I was a party to. Yay. Yay. No, yeah. there was no uh uh festival going on outside the door, so that meant the the number of interloping straights was down. Right. Well, and, and the number of people was down as well because that was the Friday before Labor Day. So mm -hmm. um few people which were works, out of town, but which works for me because I've I've realizing the I'm still not comfortable in a bar or like setting yet just also i think i might have just you know covid might have just burned me out on bars like the idea of being in a crowded loud place i'm like i'm yeah. been a fan of loud so yeah that just reinforced it but it wasn't it was you know i found it was a nice mix and we had a good good collection of people showing up yep um got to see george again and, and give him plenty of scritches um yeah, nothing. He is, a, he is a very affectionate monkey. Let's... He he is a very affectionate monkey. He he has lots of skin hunger. He needs 
to be held and, and petted and patted and hmm. um yeah and sandwich and sandwich between two bears i'm sure he'd yes. love that <laughs> make, make a lovely george sandwich and um and just as a call out to the universe um if you know any work at home companies that are hiring entry level um he has experience in retail but other than that he's young and doesn't have a lot of experience but and his car has decided um to stop working so he needs he needs a work at home job um so yeah if uh if anyone knows one that that's hiring entry level please write this podcast and mm-hmm. can pass it along yeah i don't want don't want that lovely monkey to end up behind on rent and only you know, living there because the eviction moratorium keeps getting extended. So, yeah. So, yeah. Good to uh, see him. Good to see him. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Capitalism. It's such a wonderful system. It's like, how useful are you to other people to make them money? Oh, not? Then you don't get to live or eat. Good yeah. yeah. Bravo has this idea of getting a chunk of land outside the city limits and building, um, basically a, a frat house and making a shared gay living, mm-hmm. you know, just we, we'd all have our own bedrooms and maybe an office, but, you know, shared living areas, large kitchen. And the problem with that is for, for 10 years, I was, you know, I was a kept boy and the idea was to try and build up mm-hmm. to a larger group. And we found every time we added a fourth, the wave function collapsed and <laughs> somebody got ejected and it usually happened within 90 days. Yeah. Each additional person in there makes it exponentially more difficult, but yeah, if, uh, yeah, if we had sep- having separate, everyone having their own space to a degree, have it, mm-hmm. have it more like a frat house than, you know, just one big communal thing. And of course, having a massive dungeon in the basement, um, <laughs> you have to have that, uh, and, you know, the idea sounds that's, the idea sounds very appealing to me because, you know, that I, I think that's the thing I miss most of, you know, not being in a relationship was just that coming home to someone, people there. Mm-hmm. But I've also realized in the 20 years of living alone that I like my own space, like, like completely, like even someone knocking on the door. It's like, who are you? Why are you violating my, my, my apartment? Uh, so, yeah, I don't know if I'd be up for living but also it depends on the people i mean that's what really right. boils down to if if it clicks then it clicks yeah i mean yeah the the dream is to kind of like recreate a, a gay version of the golden girls except perhaps <laughs> with a bigger cast and of course we'd all be fighting over who's the biggest blanche <laughs> I, I think that sounds really delightful but also really horrifying at the same time it's it's heaven and hell all wrapped up in one household <laughs> well one thing it won't be is boring uh <laughs> there'll be plenty of, of drama there um so after first friday um i went back over to bravos and i i hopped in the sling mm-hmm. this time because um he had said that um you know, you've been playing with my hole quite a bit. I'd like to give yours uh, a work over. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, just know that I haven't been practicing and I am very tight back there. He's like, that, that's fine. Um, you know, he, he was able to get two fingers in three was a bit of a stretch, but it felt good. And 
he, he found my prostate and that felt really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he learned that when I end up in bottom space, that I get very, very quiet. I, mm-hmm. I do not talk. I barely grunt. Um, I can give hand signals, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I go quiet. And so yeah, afterwards, after I finally, um, I had one orgasm that was dry and then worked up and actually ejaculated. So, so that was fun to have that two in a row. Uh, but yeah, afterwards he said it was, you know, a challenge of trying to read me, uh, and, and see where I'm at. Um, and I was like, well, we, we finished and there were no screams of pain. So I think he did pretty well. (laughs) Yeah, ejaculation, but no, well, I was going to say no blood, but meaning no injury, but, you know, sometimes, you know, for some people, blood is like, oh, we did it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, I stayed. I, nice I, play, yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I stayed uh, after you left. I was there with, um, I think the, I don't know if we have a code word for them, uh, the kitty, kitty boy. Oh, yeah. Um, no, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll go with kitty okay. for now. Um, okay. I, I'll, I'll, I'll ask him what we what he, <laughs> uh, want to be called. Uh, yeah, because I, I ended up chatting with him and he, he informed me that I was like, oh, that was very interesting because he brought up an event that uh, was on his phone. And I guess that the, uh, the furry con that I've gone to in the past, the Motor City furry con mm-hmm. is happening. It's in the middle of October in Ypsilanti. So not in the Motor City, but eh, Motor City adjacent. And I was like, oh, that's right. That you know, just with COVID and all that, a whole year did not happen. And even this year has been kind of uh, a semi-undead year of events. But it's taking place in the same hotel that the gaming convention I'll be going to in November is taking place. (laughs) And it's like, oh, that's funny. So it's like this, this... this area that I'm just this building, I'm used to being, uh, you know, nerd central is going to be nerdy in a different way. I'm like, oh, so yeah, I, I might try and go for a day pass at that and, and, uh, you know, mask up because yeah, with it, it, there's things are, you know, people are starting to do stuff again, but there's still some, you know, some stuff happening out there and yeah, things to be aware of that this, this is not licked yet completely. And, Gathering no. together in crowds might not be the smartest thing to do this year, but I can also understand people just like really jonesing for, you know, the things that gave them pleasure in the past. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking furry convention, that's one place where you're probably going to see everybody masked up in, in one form or another. Well, that's it. I mean, I don't know how many fursuit heads are, are, you know, N95 compliant, but you know, maybe well, that'll be something in the future. Right. Well, I, but I also should stop a lot of, you know, if if someone were, you know, sneezing or coughing or breathing, I, I imagine a fursuit or a fur head would stop a lot of droplets or some, tra- you know, yeah. much transmission. Yeah. At, at the very least, all the, the droplets would be contained and, hmm. you know, could have another layer of cotton or surgical paper underneath hmm. that. But yeah, that yeah, sort of place where masks are. Oh, de rigueur. You know, it, it just everybody's. Uh, I'm wondering how many people will have fashion masks for their fur suits and just have that incorporated into the costume for you know. It, it is the time for it. <laughs> no, I, my, I, my, I, my I Animal Crossing that. icon wears a masks occasionally. <laughs> oh, yeah, my my Pokemon Go avatar. Um, yeah, they they had it with 
yeah, one of the 2020 updates, they added masks <laughs> at, um, as a fashion option and everybody got a, a free white one. And then if you want it colorful, fashionable, you got to spend real money <laughs> to to get to get that um, in in game purchases. Yeah, I get, yeah, gotta love those wonderful in game purchases. Um, but yeah, it at least for that, you know, it's not pay to win; it's pay to look good doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for that, and yeah, that I can get behind. And there are other opportunities to um, get fashion through the events. So, it, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, first Friday was a lovely, lovely evening. Um, and then I guess you have, and that was it for me, pretty much gossip wise, yeah. like fun gossip. Well, sexy gossip wise. Uh, I think you didn't you have some more? Yes. Um, yeah, when the, the Creek Ridge just yesterday that okay. had um, wiped me out. Um, <laughs> you know, on, on the way out to um, Creek Ridge, um, Bravo had been observing he had been um out and about for um work he, he had traveled out of state for work mm-hmm. um and was able to meet some puppies in other areas all of the puppies he met in other in those other areas were uncut and he was very happy about that and he made the joke of that he seems to be a foreskin magnet right mm-hmm. now and yeah when we got to um crc and we claimed a couple of lounges, you know, there, there were towels on either side of the two we picked. And then when we saw the guys in there, I'm like, Oh, he's uncut and he's uncut. <laughs> so <laughs> foreskin magnetism is still in full effect for Bravo. Um, but he, he's just wonderfully tickled by it. Um, and you know, he, he enjoys them. He, he, he likes the, the sausage in the natural casing. So I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm glad it's coming your way. I, I wish I was nearly that lucky. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, there's something aesthetically appealing about, I mean, I think because I'm just, you know, for me, a cut penis is pretty standard. Right. You know, I, you know, it's like so many people just, you know, were very knife happy with, you know, male, male children that, uh, yeah, so uncut penis is, is, Un- I wouldn't say unusual. That's a word. Uh, not Uncommon. Stand- yeah, and it's so it's like, ooh, it's 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 a treat. <laughs> <laughs> nice, wonderful. Uh, yeah, extra mm. things to play with down there. Um, so the kitty did join us um, oh. there. Yeah, got to get my uh, hand and arm uh, in the kitty again, cool. which yeah, that's where all of my energy went was into him and and that was at the uh the playground yeah that that was how's the, mos- how the mosquito situation um better um, okay there there were a couple um we did spray I, I did spray up myself and we had um this i don't know the exact name for it but it uses a can of camping gas to heat a pad that has some chemicals on it Mm-hmm. That is supposed to, if the wind is low, provide this 15-foot bubble. Um, so between the the spray and that heated pad, that the mosquitoes weren't really a problem cool. um, in there. Uh, what was a problem is, um, I'm not sure if it were bees, yellow jackets, or wasps. Um, something 
yellow, black and yellow striped with wings, uh, and a couple of them uh, ended up being attracted to the X loop that we were using. Oh no! Y- yeah, I, it it took a while for for them to catch the scent of it, but yeah, eventually they were they were coming in, and yeah, once I saw three at once, I'm like, and by that time we had finished, I was like, okay, aftercare will take place elsewhere. We we need to go. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, one of the nice things about Kitty is with his practice, um, he's pretty much a straight shot in all the way up to, I'd say, three quarters of the forearm. Mm. Um, you know, he, he's been practicing. His, and so, yeah, I'm just able to slide right in. Um, and that has, has, is apparently a theme um, this episode. I gave him uh, two wonderful, uh, well, two wonderful ejaculations. I mean, he just started. Uh, it, this was either really milky pre or, yeah, it, an actual mm-hmm. orgasm right on the first go in there. Yeah, quite a bit of lovely tasting juices uh, coming out right when I slipped my hand in. Uh, and then, yeah, at the end, he, you know, finished it, finished himself off to another uh rumbling screaming or well not screaming but definitely rumbling orgasm no there's some people who yeah just something in the ass pretty much hits a button sometimes i had my ex was once you got in his ass he was pretty much close to coming and i can remember playing with someone once and yeah my dick i think was halfway in him when he just erupted over me and it's like okay cool that that was handy (laughs) yeah so um and got in nice and deep got to work deep spots that i don't get to touch on a lot of guys um and you know from from the moans and sounds he was making he, he really enjoyed it um yeah ended up uh yeah pissing all over himself but you know there's just sand back there so so that wasn't too bad and yeah kind of wiped him out as well um after we left CRC about mm, four o'clock, mm-hmm. uh, and then we had uh, a bite to eat at Zeus's, and then I ended up talking them into also going to Dairy Dan's, uh, which is a, a, like a DQ but independently owned. Um, mm-hmm. And we all had um, ice cream and more pleasant conversation. At the end of Dairy Dan's, Kitty was like, "Okay, I got to go home and do a couple loads of laundry. Mm-hmm. See you later." Well, I get home and then. I'd say about two hours later, I get a message from him. I got home, plenty to do laundry. I sat down for a minute in my easy chair, and I just woke up. (laughs) (laughs) So I can say that. Yeah, different people recover in different ways, and sometimes just passing out. And and when you're the next time you're in a comfortable situation, it's like it's it's viable. Yeah, I'm I'm glad he was able to to drive home safely i have to be aware of that next time i i do wonderful horrible things to him to uh, <laughs> just double check you good to drive you sure you're not gonna pass on the driver's seat yeah yeah oh so um i i mean i have well i have gossip which is not it was fun gossip but not like sexy fun mm-hmm. uh i in the past worked with 
organizations and been on boards. And it turns out the MSU library had like two boxes of files. They're like, these are papers that someone donated at some point early aughts. And we don't know where they came from, actually. We're, but they seem to be associated with these groups. So I had a lovely chat with uh, an archivist there and looking over. And we, we kind of narrowed down where they could have come from or who they might be. But I gave some clues. But it was interesting because this archivist is very interested in lancing LGBTQIA history. So the thing I realized is like, I've got boxes of things that need to go to the MSU library. Uh, right. Fires and you know the, I you know I was thinking of uh, old programs to uh, concerts you know at Lansing out and mm -hmm. when it was and then before that one was the Greater Lansing Gay Men's Course I can't remember the old name but it's like ooh and I was like and I mentioned that stuff and they sounded like ooh yes please because <laughs> it's that's you know they want to know more of the history of Lansing and see documentation for it so it's like hey. I, I probably have a bunch of stuff and it's like, ooh, and that's that'd be a good home for boxes of papers I have. But also uh, just a general call to people in Lansing or know of Lansing stuff. It's like they even have a uh, room set up for recording and, you know, basically doing interviews with uh, I'm, I'm picturing, you know, older individuals in the community getting their stories and histories before, you know, while, while they still can, you know, contribute. So. I, I I have a particular chorus member in mind mm -hmm. who, who will remain nameless on, on the podcast, mm -hmm. but I would love to get him in that booth um, to talk about um, his history. Oh, yeah, series. yeah, and, and and it sounds like there's. And then I realized also I think I have a box of old VHS tapes that were commercials and interviews and stuff associated with this group, and it just kind of I ended up with it. And it's like, oh no, it's like, can you transfer these to? And they're like, yes, yes, we can get that information out. It's like, okay, this sounds pretty good. So that was hopeful for me because it's like, okay, there's stuff I just do not need to be archiving for myself, mm -hmm. but could be useful so uh, i just have to double check with some individuals to make sure that you know it's not really my stuff per se it's just, i'm the custodian of it right now and i just have to check with some organizations saying hey this is all right that this stuff goes somewhere and i think they'd be like yeah we don't have any place for it let it be useful yeah. <laughs> and, and so that was it was interesting it was a nice uh, bit of you know lgbtqia history and and being able to contribute and just seeing some old stuff and it's like oh wow because there's a document i think was all the original members of the uh the um the lara hotline and I'm like oh this one's still around he has a house in east lansing you might want to you know call him <laughs> you might even still have that same number yeah. uh oh, all right yeah that that's cool that we have archivists um, mm -hmm. who are interested in in saving that information. Um, and I remember listening to uh, Matt Baum, mm -hmm. um, one of the podcasters who inspired this podcast, um, and his trip to the um, Library of Congress mm -hmm. and what he found about gay history um, from, you know, first half of the 20th century. Uh, you know, and these were, you know, documents and and effectively wedding invitations mm -hmm. that were saved and you know that it it just blew his mind to see a wedding invitation from i think the 50s with two 
obviously male names on there. And, you know, he, he was there re- researching his book about the fight for gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was thinking, oh, you know, this would, you know, there'd probably be inklings of this sometime in the 70s, something after Stonewall that we would have started. And he was like, no, this predated Stonewall. We've, we've always been pairing off and celebrating these commitments. A Harry Prone Companion is brought to you by the Butters Hygienics Company, available at GetTheButters.com, where you can get all sorts of personal care and sexual health products, including their palm grease. Palm grease is a wonderful vegan oil-based lubricant that is great for jacking off extended edging sessions and fisting. But as Pup Bravo will let you know, it's also quite wonderful to use when you're vacuum pumping. Isn't that right, Bravo? It's amazing what it does to my skin down there. I end up using uh, something else. And uh, when you uh, first introduced me to the palm grease, it's like, ooh, I have to uh, try this. And uh, I've just been hooked since then with that. It's amazing how it uh, ends up leaving my uh, skin feel after I'm done, too. It just makes it seem like it's so much softer than what it was with what I was using before. Use of palm grease and pumping will get you a bigger dick with uh, softer skin. Palm Grease is now also available with CBD extract if you enjoy that sort of sensation. Palm Grease and all of the great products can be found at GetTheButters.com. Use promo code HARRY for 15% off and free domestic shipping on all orders. Once again, GetTheButters.com, promo code HARRY. And now back to the show. Expert portion of the show like to talk about full body bondage, the type that Bravo got to uh, enjoy at the potluck. It's intense bondage. Um, the main ways of doing this are you know, sleep sack and plastic wrap. One of the things we didn't do when he was in the sleep sack that we will probably do next time and we'll definitely do when we do the plastic wrap is his knees and ankles were kind of pushed against each other. Mm-hmm. And having those hard points, having those pressure points there, um, that didn't help with the uncomfortable down there. So um, if you're doing you know, this sort of bondage, I do recommend having a towel um, between the legs um, mm-hmm. and possibly also at the elbows. In the sleep sacks, it's not as bad for the arms because there are in the sleep sacks, whether they're you know, neoprene spandex, which is what um, Sling Bear has, or you know, actual leather. There's generally sleeves mm. um, that your arms go in because otherwise, yeah, you'd be able to move your arms around quite a bit, e- even if you're, you know, tied up in that sack. Be aware of the the pressure points when you're doing this. Um, yeah, the you know, sleep sacks are reasonably expensive. Um, you know, we're looking at it was uh, several hundred dollars for a spandex one that mm. sling bear has and it's over a thousand dollars for a, a leather sleep sack and neoprene is probably somewhere in between those yeah two. yeah okay. yeah neoprene's generally yeah in between there somewhere um i think i've also seen them in latex um one issue with latex of course is latex does not breathe mm-hmm. um at all so that would be more like being uh saran wrapped up um but they're fun um and I was in a while back, I got myself put in 
a leather sleep sack that was technically too small for me. Mm -hmm. Um, We weren't able to, you know, zip it all the way up, Um, but it had um, some hooks on it that we were able to lace up one way to get more use out of um, a smaller sack like that is finding, you know, ways to close off the uh, main entry Mm -hmm. Uh, and rope ropes. Wonderful. (laughs) Ropes a happy, wonderful thing. Cause I've seen you have several scenes involving sleep sacks and that. And yeah, the, the fun thing is, you know, the person is immobile, but then there's usually zips or area, you know, ways to access, uh, you, you know, the crotch and sometimes the nipples. Mm-hmm. And so they're just kind of at the mercy of who's standing around them. And, and you know, the, the latex or like a, a spandex sleep sack, I imagine, you know, you are definitely, well, even through leather, you'd be able to see where, uh, where the, where the dick is. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, enjoy- they're having a good time, and then you can be manipulating that through the material itself. Because even something as as kind of barrier wise as leather, you're you're still going to feel stuff when people are doing things yeah. on the outside of that. With something like a leather sleep sack, or I, I remember at a uh, Detroit rubber party, they had a, a little latex sleep sack, mm-hmm. and on that one, when the guy was in it, they broke out the I think it was 12 volt, no, 24 volt, high, pretty high powered car buffer. Um, mm. So, and, you know, put a bit of silicone lube on it and buffed away. And yeah, you could feel that through the sack. Putting that directly on skin would be too much, but having that barrier to pull just a little bit of that out ends up being a wonderfully intense um, sensation. You do need to be careful with these. The, the most dangerous part of it is getting the person down. Because mm-hmm. um, generally oh, it is... Basically, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're bound. They are yeah. just a, a slab of meat that can't really react or catch themselves should they tim- you know, start going, to, you know, yeah. Timber, yeah. Um, because it's a lot easier. I mean, you can... For, for a sleep sack, you can, you know, lay it open and have the person wiggle in. Um, but yeah, with Bravo, we had him standing, um, when we put him in the sleep sack and then, uh, both sling bear and myself carefully lo- lowered him to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if you're doing the mummification, you can't do that with somebody already laying down. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless you're trying, I'm picturing the, uh, using a much extra cling wrap and maybe binding them in the midsection, putting them on like a massage table and then binding them to the table itself. Or annoying and lots of extra material, but could it also be its own thing? Right. Or I remember um, at number six dungeon, he had um, this military grade stretcher and Mm. two chain hoists. Ah. So you connected those at the end and you had a person on the stretcher float uh, effectively floating free in space mm-hmm. um and that yeah you could just wrap that whole thing up when, once it's up the uh, nice thing about someone being wrapped to the table they're not likely to be able to roll off it <laughs> <laughs> yes also a, a point of safety with the wrapping um start at the shoulders mm-hmm. and and work your way down um that way they have the most balance 
for the longest period of time. Hmm. And when you get to the point where you are wrapping the legs, you want to make sure that the um, feet are kind of angled out, touching at the heel and then the, the toes at 45 to 90 degrees um, from each other. That way you have a bit more surface area and more stability. And do not lock your knees out because you will pass out and, mm. and nobody wants that. I can and also then, see like wrap if you're wrapping someone as they're standing kind of stopping when you're you know just just above where the legs split you know once you've kind of gotten down to the ass and crotch mm -hmm. escorting them to some surface and then you can still wrap the legs while they're laying down you just have to hoist them up and do you know that's a possibility too where it, right. it's able to move around and get to the table and and at least you know help you out <laughs> you don't right. have to necessarily carry them <laughs> Right. Or even just having the knees free, um, mm -hmm. you, you'd be able to, to shuffle a little bit with that. And you then you want can... to escort them because yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. you don't have your arms available. It's it, yeah. Falling is much more of an issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I can see the beauty of like, I mean, there's the restraint, but also, I mean, we, you know, you buy people buy weighted blankets now to feel that kind of mm -hmm. pressure on them. And I would almost feel like it's, it's kind of like a weighted blanket sensation but just from all sides when you are bound yeah. yeah it's that pressure that that hug there um and for for me at least i would be willing to do a sleep sack one-on-one -on -one, but the plastic wrap for me that's a party trick mm -hmm. i don't like it being just a one-on-one -on -one scene because i'm not rough and buff enough to mm -hmm. be able to bring you to the floor safely if I'm doing a full wrap on somebody, I really need extra pairs of hands for that transition, um, be it to the floor or to a massage table or to, you know, couch cushions, even it's a lot easier when on my back, uh, if I'm able to put them up on something rather than, you know, right on the ground. Uh, and I picture also yeah. the other possibilities, uh, you know, there's, Binding someone like uh, to a uh, St. Andrew's cross, mm -hmm. on there, but then using the, sh you know, the, the saran wrap and that just to basically cocoon them onto that in position or, you know, almost any toy. You could do it to a, a fuck bench, you know, having someone yep. out there. Um, I, I, are there many, sleep I imagine it would be more the leather ones would be those solid enough to do it, but are there many sleep sacks that have uh, points where you can suspend them? I have, the I have seen that. I, I have seen that with suspension points, um, either several at the shoulders, mm -hmm. um, and then it has reinforcement. It has basically one strip of leather that goes from the shoulders all the way down to the feet mm -hmm. so in a loop. So you've got that there. And so they're effectively standing on that leather um, all the yeah. way on their feet. But I've also seen them with suspension points along the sides. Mm. Um, and yeah, similar to you know what was done at number six dungeon, that yes, you can, if you have the right pulley system, yeah, be able to suspend them in the air like that. Yeah, that's not something you could do with uh, the plastic wrap, but yeah, the, the leather and one built specifically for that, yeah, that, that can be done. Uh, and it, I have been bound but before number six closed, I did get to take a ride on there and mm -hmm. it's a really trippy feeling. Mm -hmm. um, especially that because, you know, the logical part of my brain knows I'm only, you know, 
one foot, two feet off the ground. It, it, there's not a lot of room to, to get pulled up. And plus you don't want to pull them up too high because you can't work on them. Um, but, you know, you're just floating there and it's a trip. So something that if Bravo ever builds his, his queer mansion commune, um, have those, uh, those engine hoists or whatever they're called. Yeah, that's each able to lift a ton um, so that we can do a scene like that because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, yeah, that was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit more about safety with the saran wrap, especially, and with the latex, be aware of uh, hydration because the body is going to sweat a lot, even in even a just a, a lightly warm room. And because there's no evaporation, you get a positive feedback loop going. So you want to be aware of your bottom's hydration level, be aware of any cramping um, because you're not going to be able to move enough to get that out. Also, and, I mean, you're yeah. doing this snugly, some way of figuring out if uh, someone's getting uh, you know, a nerve pinched or some circulation issues. Right. So think of being tight and it's not necessarily rope work, but there's still some binding that could happen. Right. And I don't like to combine this level of bondage with a gag. When I gag somebody, I need to make sure that I can see a hand mm. so that they, they can at least signal with me. But yeah, wrapped up like this, I'm like, no, I need their mouth free. They might have a dick in their mouth for a bit, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I need them to be able to say, ow, to say, you know, my nose itches. Um, <laughs> And yeah, when doing um, the plastic, or be, wrap, able to, or be able to nope out of it, because yep, imagine some people it's it's can be claustrophobic, you know, that mm-hmm. being bound. It it, I, I can remember getting stuck in Halloween costumes I had fashioned when I was younger. I had made one out of cardboard boxes to be a robot, and got in it and couldn't really get out, and it, it was a little panic-inducing. And it's like ah, oh, I, I how do. I'll be trapped in this forever. It's like, it's cardboard. You're not it's cardboard. Yeah. Um, yeah. With pla- if it's just plastic wrap, you can force your way out mm-hmm. uh, from inside. If there is, um, if it's then reinforced with duct tape, you are not getting out by yourself um, no matter what. And yeah, I make sure that when I have that extra layer and, and even just with the plastic, I like to have, the uh, par- the blunt paramedic shears uh, within arm's reach and if yeah. possible on me um, depends on how much I'm wearing whether or not beyond me but mm-hmm. definitely be able to grab those right away and mm-hmm. and um, cut them out and also that. very very important thing saran wrap first duct tape duct second. tape second yes <laughs> I had an unfortunate thing at it was it yeah it was at number six where a very new and eager uh, Binder was assuring me that oh no no duct tape's really you know it, it doesn't you know you, it only sticks at first then it it kind of it it, it it no you can do duct tape directly onto skin and it's like no that did not work out yeah no I mean may, maybe you can duct tape onto skin if you leave it for an extended period of time mm-hmm. we're talking several hours to to have your body's oils build up but yeah no uh-uh. but also. That, 
it, it, you know, if someone's very hairy, I, 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 I this person yeah. who was finding me was not, had not a lot of body hair. So maybe he was going by his own experiences, but it's like, no, I, I, he just put a piece on me and said, see, and it's like, it, it's fine. And it's like, no, it wasn't. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 this. Thank you. Thank you. Nope. Uh, all right. No. Nope. Yeah. But yeah, something to, to try. And, um, Am I so, so much up? of kink is about the toys, and this is just yeah. another toy that's like, yes, yeah. And I, I, I'm surprised that they. I'm. Do they make them out of canvas? Because I'm picturing like a heavier canvas would be a material that would lend itself well to this. And I just possibly. Don't, I, mean, I mean, we're I, we're very focused on you know things that are black and, yeah. and leathery and that, but you know, latex, uh, spandex, leather are the kind of standard kink materials. But I'm just picturing a nice canvas bag with webbing and straps and all that should yeah that could probably be something be that'd be cheaper and maybe even something that if you had a good serger you could make yourself possibly yeah um oh yeah uh ooh, flannel there we go flannel ooh, sleep fl that oh that'd be warm <laughs> yes it's for winter for winter yeah or i mean you can if you have just um a sleeping bag that draws mm. tight at the neck you know a, a semi or full mummy bag you can get that a similar experience. It's going to be warm. It's mm -hmm. going to be incredibly warm. So you're not going to be able to do it for very long, but you can at least get that sensation, um, you know, perverting your camping gear. I was going to say, yeah, you know, a sleeping bag and, you know, assorted belts that you may have lying around. It's, it could, you know, get that sensation also. <laughs> right. Why did you bring 10 belts with you camping? Reasons. Reasons. Yeah. Why, why'd you bring 500 feet of paracord? reasons <laughs> camping. camping it's very camping. useful all right um crafting uh mm -hmm. i was working on um the knit cap for sling bear and mm -hmm. i got a few rows in and i realized i had put a full twist in it when i connected mm -hmm. the two ends together Oops. so i bound it off um and i actually brought it along to the potluck and i'm like here try this on and he's like it's slightly too big i'm like okay well We'll, I'll go down a size. Um, and then I tried to do it again and realized, nope, I got a full twist in here again. And I tried a third time and I got a full twist in there again. I, it's, it's something that I'm doing with these double-ended needles mm -hmm. that somehow I'm just ending up with a twist. So I think when, what I'm going to have to do is go to Joanne's, get a pair of connected needles Mm -hmm. um with a very short connection to them um because there's only 120 uh, stitches around in this size um and do it that way because i'm pretty sure since i've got just one continuous loop on there i can make sure that the loop doesn't the twist doesn't end up in there yeah, i understand i mean joanne's is very convenient and invariably you'll probably have a coupon but I would also suggest going to Sticks and Strings, the local yarn place, because they also have needles that are attached. And they have a lot of staff that might be able to solve your problem. Like, why am I, Why is this twisting when I do this? And they'd be like, oh, because you are doing it left-handed, not right-handed, blah, blah, blah. What, I, I'm sure that there's, this is something that someone who has a lot of experience would probably look at and say, oh, probably. you're doing this. So, you know, like I said, I, but, I'm yep. also trying to endorse small local businesses yes, who are yes. delightful. Uh, Sticks and Strings is a very nice store. Um, 
They did go back to needing to be masked inside because one of the uh, owners uh, was in bed for about a week. Uh, wasn't COVID, but uh, there's flu and other things going around. I've I've heard about a family who uh, started, you know, school started again, and the seven year old came back, and the entire family was stricken with something that was not COVID. It's like, yeah, we forgot that there's a bunch of other things out there that we're not necessarily vaccinated for, which are still extant. And we've not been dealing with them because our COVID policies have also kept those down, but they're back as we get together, whether you're vaccinated or not. Um, But no, yeah, the, uh, that's a possibility, but yeah, that's, you know, I know from my own crafting. um, Yeah. I still, I need to do this hat because I need to finish it before I take another class because the next class would be granny squares. And the next class is you make a, um, a little, well, many names, the child, Baby Yoda, Gorgu, um, doll. And I thought it was like the Amaguri, like a little two-inch mm-hmm. crochet thing. No, this is a life-size crochet doll of the child. And it's like, oh, that's kind of adorable too. Um, so that's probably something they're going to be offering it. I think, I don't know what they're calling it, a sci-fi lizard baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, no, this is not a trademark item at all. It's like... Um, so- something legally distinct. <laughs> And, we're uh, using blue, not green, and yeah. Uh, but so there is so uh, yeah. Um, the only other craft-related thing is I did buy a new uh, little Samsung tablet with a stylus for drawing because uh, I have a coworker who draws her D and D characters, and it's like you know that is a way into the industry. I know I know some professional artists who that was their first step. It's like I'm going to draw my D and D character, mm-hmm. and now they have a career, but. She uses a tablet. I'm like, oh, and even though I have a little Wacom tablet, which I have not explored thoroughly for my laptop, I'm like, the idea of drawing on a surface and seeing the lines appear under your stylus mm-hmm. is very old school in that. And it's like, well, you do have paper and pencil at home. And like, shut up. Yes, I do. <laughs> but this is the way art is being made nowadays. So, uh, yeah. I, uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, do I need to buy this tablet? It's on sale. And so I went to her and said, okay, you use a tablet for drawing, you know, please explain how do you like it? You know, what kind do you use? She's like, well, my old one died. So I bought a new one that was on sale. And it's like, oh, and I mentioned it. And it's like, yeah, yep, that one. So the best one I was looking at, she just bought, <laughs> loved it. And so it's like, okay, that's selling it for me. So I have it. Um, I downloaded a couple apps, uh, Sketchbook and Medibang, uh, which are art programs. And now I'm scouring the internet looking for tutorials just to because there's no instruction book it's a free app that i downloaded oh yeah i have to like learn all this stuff from scratch because i've not done a lot of art digital art yet and it's like okay let's learn the basics and and so hopefully and like i say Mm -hmm. it's you know at the beginning it's just going to be drawing a whole bunch of dicks just hey we all gotta start somewhere smut 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 so um and then uh so yeah, that's about it for me for grafting. Yeah, and you know, dicks are you know surprisingly complicated. I mean, <laughs> especially if you're aiming for realistic. You know. Oh yeah, if, no, there's always yeah. the gra- graffiti dicks that are basically very yeah. simplistic, and it's like okay. But yeah, if you want to get better, you have to yeah push yourself and yeah. What? Why not draw a. Uh, bouquet of beautiful penises <laughs> uh upcoming events i will be at um creek ridge for the uh bear weekend which is um this weekend coming up at, after this drops they are saying this may be the last weekend that the pool is open yeah that's why i heard also yeah. 
At, uh, it's getting, you know, it's getting later. That we're getting cooler nights, and and it's 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 yeah. all is coming. Um, yeah. I'm hoping to make it out myself. Uh, I had an event that I thought was Saturday, but it turns out to be Friday. So it's like, ooh, I said I just need to make it to Creek Ridge. You know, yeah, at least once this year, and even if it's just on a day pass and a bear weekend, will be a lovely time to do it. Yeah, this upcoming weekend is also Detroit Bondage Club in Exile. Um, mm. which I will not be attending because I know I will not have the energy after uh, camping out um, the entire weekend. Um, but that's, yeah, this upcoming Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, um, Creek Ridge will be open for a few more weekends. Um, mm-hmm. and- they have a nice Halloween, you know, terror trail. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think, did I do it last year? There's some year I thought I did it. So yeah, there's theme weekends. Uh, you know, when you get into late September, October, it, it tends to be a much damper and sometimes cooler experience. But yeah. Yeah. No, I, I remember being there for pup weekend last year, um, which was like right at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And I, I was there in my coat and my hat um, the entire time. Cause I mean, it was still nice to be outdoors, but yeah, it mm-hmm. wasn't the, the kind of weather where you're like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll get some, extra vitamin d on parts of me that usually don't I'm like nope you stay wrapped up <laughs> yeah i'm i'm gonna be bringing some um some heavier clothing for those 40 the high 40 low 50 degree mornings yeah so at least until the fog burns off um and then yeah uh first friday uh coming up uh first friday in october between uh bravo and kitty and myself we are also looking for um, not on first Friday, but probably sometime in the middle of the month, an all ages venue oh. um, to do a pup meetup, um, you know, inspired by those two pups who were turned away at the door and them knowing several pups who are between the ages of 18 and 21. Yeah, we're working on that. And I can post it on, I think, like Michigan Pups and Handlers Facebook yeah. page. And yeah, I'd post it to Michigan Pups and Handlers. I post it on pup space and yeah just have that just go out through the the pup network tell neptune about it have mm-hmm. neptune tell everybody mm-hmm. he knows and that'll cover 90 percent of the puppies in the state cool. <laughs> and on that note we've run out of time again please send your questions comments show ideas dirty pictures or project photos to harry prone at gmail.com or tweet at us we are at harry prone comp our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, the Sirs of Paris, Gaish, and Linoleum Knife. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night. <laughs>